you have any fantasy football team this weekend? And how did they get on? To be really good at you need to just take people in, draw people out, and then make sure you're doing these boosts here and there. And I'm like, Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. There's too much tinkering around for me. Straighten the phone and check who the captain was. What points to go? Where they come in the fantasy league. So I don't play it. I, I live in the real world, not the fantasy world. Can I get woo woo? Welcome to Game Week 32 of the Premium Player FPL podcast. Big success last week, gouging, tricking Mindy into bringing in the big man up top. <coughs> Buddy Elsman. <coughs> you might have to say go. Um, yeah, so very much looking forward to this game week. Um, obviously, City playing Liverpool is the big one, but then a lot of other fixtures to get our teeth stuck into. Um, are you regretting the, the move for the big man up top? Absolutely. I was. I don't know why. I've, why I've done it. Really don't know why I've done it. Uh, that was an awful intro, by the way. Coughing and spluttering all the way through it. I'm, uh, <laughs> some, I'm in... some got him off the rope. Someone has, someone I... has been working hard, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mindy. If you didn't catch uh, <laughs> Callum spluttering through my name, yeah, I just regret bringing in Ben Cross. I'm already looking at ways to, to, to get rid of him. But yeah, talk more bad. about. Burnley scored three and he didn't even get any attacking return. Like they were pushing for a winner and Deitch took him off, which doesn't bode well, does it? So, and then yeah, I'll talk more about it when we get to our game review. But yeah, it's messed up my plans quite a bit. Not sticking to what I was thinking. Um, how um, should we just dive into it? We get the admin out of the way. Um, so it's a Friday deadline this week. So yeah, you have to be ready with your transfers come Friday. Don't let it catch you out, uh, especially at this time of the season. And yeah, we're live on YouTube. Get your if you're up at this time in the morning. Um, if you get your comments in on the YouTube comments, and if you're listening back, please. Um, Give us a like and a sub on YouTube. We're on Twitter and Instagram at premium underscore FPL on both. Then that's it, I think. So should we... Um, look, uh, well, this is what we're covering today, so I'll read it out for the uh, podcast listeners. So there's a school of thought around dropper, uh, Salah's form. So we've got some stats and stuff to discuss there. Is it? Is there a plan to get rid of him that's viable? More double game weeks to react to, more fixture permutations. Uh, there's a consensus that Leicester and City are sort of teams to target with the fixtures they've got coming up. So we'll look at how and when we can get those in. And then just more on when we plan to use our remaining free hits. And if you've got a wild card or whatever left, we'll try and touch on when it's best to use those. And then uh, I'll end with the, uh, the classic premium planning segment. Should we get into game with review? Yeah, let's do it. So this was recorded just before Beghorst's game against Everton, which you got two points in. So three points from the, from the big man up top. Um, so I went through, I think I got 50 points. Small rank rise from 124 to 116. As you can see there, Sar in, in net. Cruelly denied a clean sheet late on, wasn't he? Um, Rudiger is six, finally scored. 
Um, from a long range shot, Robertson six, Doherty fourteen, brilliant. That that that's probably the highlight. Um, and then Trent didn't play. I think they had Martinelli come in for a point. Uh, Coutinho two, Salah six, captain. Who we're going to talk about further? Saka two, blank. Gulevsky six, Kane four. Only the assist for Kane. Um, yeah, and then Berghorst. So yeah, Doherty was the big big standout for me. Nice. So you say that's a green? Green from 124 to 116. Um, still with the free hit to play, so still confident I'll get in the top 100 where they can push on further. be interesting. But one man there who's sitting in 100k, exactly. What is your rank? Yeah, it's 100k exact. Like, stuff. Well, not, not really, but I've been there for ages. I just can't move. Uh, it's just a bit like your life, isn't it? Stuck nowhere. <laughs> savage. Uh, well, speaking of savage, um, just the, an inspiration for me, a Batman speech. Um, this, yeah, life's been life's been busy with weddings and speeches and stuff recently. Uh, can't wait for this year to be over. It's just every 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 bloody sodder who I know. Who, couldn't get married during the pandemic because I like, got weddings back to back now. But anyway, so oh, look at me, so popular. <laughs> Humble brag. So this is a uh, this is my team, fifty one points, which on the face of it looks all right, but fifty three points actually. But I took a minus eight, which is why I've had a red arrow. And then it's a bit of a tale of woe because I tried to be aggressive with the. Minus eight because I wanted to get on the big defense early, but got rid of Holgate because I didn't see Everton keeping any clean sheets. And out of nowhere, he bags a bloody goal. I took out Rudiger and one of his pot shots hits the back of the net after all this time. And then, worst of all, as uh, I mentioned before, I didn't stick to my plan for Mateta because I got you were never the... bringing in Mateta against I... Arsenal. Come off it. No, but it wasn't the Arsenal game. It was just generally because I wanted him to, to the end of the season and he was so much cheaper uh, than Veghorst. Um, but yeah, I got sucked into the lanky streak of piss that is Veghorst. And now, and now, and now, and now, Mate- now everyone wants Mateta. Everyone's like, oh, well, they've got a double coming in 36 37. Their fixtures are good. So I should have just stuck with what I thought. Um, it's something to learn for next season, this, because like, so some weeks where I do stick to what I think when everyone else is doing something different. Like, you know, when United had the double and I, I just stuck with Salah, I was like, I fancied him against Burnley over the unreliable United players and managed to hold on despite everyone saying, well, you should really captain a United player in a double. But then other weeks like this where I bottle it, it's like, it, you, you, if you're going to try and do stuff like that, you have to do it every time, don't you? Like... A yeah, great example is you're not, not going to get it right every time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it does so it's, I'm, I'm going to, um, I think I might like make a little list of my mis- big mistakes this season, and then next season I can look back. Like if you look at uh, Late Riser, hell, you got enough like, time. He, he, he had uh, he had Richarlison. Like he's just he just he just backs himself, doesn't he? It's uh, it's hard to do, but yeah, brace from Richarlison last night for. For him, because everyone was saying, like, if you were going to get an Everton player for this double, it was Calvert Lewin, and he's, he's had a hunch on Richardson and went for it. 
So yeah, fair play. Um, but yeah, red arrow for me with this. Um, the only good thing about my minus eight is that I've got rid of Tierney for for uh, Laporte. So that worked out quite well as Tierney's now injured. But yeah, w- w- one of the casualties of going for Veghorst over Mateta is that I couldn't afford Cancelo, uh, especially if I want, wanted to get like a Foden or a Mount or something coming up soon with the doubles that they've got coming. So, so yeah, uh, probably another minus eight coming up soon to get rid of Veghorst and get the team I want for later on. But we'll um, we're we discussing the, d- the doubles next. We can talk about all that now. Or what's next? It's Salah next, but we can Salah. Yeah. Leave it on Salah. Yeah? Um. So obviously. Yeah. People getting a bit impatient after he's blank, despite 29 obviously doing all right. 10 points, double. Uh, 28, he blanked again. 26, obviously a lot of people triple captain there. Another two games prior, he also blanked. And as you can see there, schedule coming up. City, United, Everton, which probably doesn't look too bad now. Uh, Newcastle, Tottenham, Villa. So not not a straightforward running for Liverpool. Um and interesting people who want to move the funds away to people who have double game weeks. Um, what, what's your first thoughts on this? My, my first thought is that it's, very, it's too risky to do it unless you've got a wild card and you can bring him back. Like I think if you've got if you, a lot of people are going to wild card in thirty four, which is probably the best time to do it if you've still got it. So if you can get rid of him for sitting United, and you can bring in like Bruno, who's got a double in thirty three. And Everton in 32, like that, and they, but then you can just bring Salah back for Everton at home. That, that that works, doesn't it? Especially if you're chasing. But if you don't really have a wild card to bring him back in, it's very risky. Like unless you're like really chasing someone down in a mini league, and you're not really that bothered about overall rank. It seems risky. And then as we've got here on this this slide from Fantasy uh, Football Scout Luke his stats are still really, really good. So it's just it, the ball's not hitting the back of the net, but his stats are there. So I think, I think it'd be a different conversation if his stats were bad and he was like not having the shots and his XG was poor. It's just, he's just underperforming a little bit. And then usually when his stats like this, he does come back with the goals eventually. Well, what about you? What do you think? I think for me at the moment, Unless he blanks next next two, because obviously City's a tricky game. Not going to captain there. If he blanks that and United, then maybe there's more decisions to make. But yeah, from me, with me, this this probably just backs up my first thoughts on it. It's, it's a non-starter. Um, interesting that a lot of people are talking about doing the switch, which yeah, baffling. Liverpool going for the title and Salah's playing every game, isn't it? He? Like he's one player you don't have to worry about rotation, despite obviously you've got Diaz, Yota, Firmino. Mane, they'll probably rotate, won't they? Whereas I can't see Salah being dropped for in the Premier League game, to be honest. You reckon? I'll, I'll hold so, one thing. One thing I was looking at was uh, when the next Champions League tie is, because it looks like Liverpool are going to go through. Mm. And that game week 34 game against... Is that when like they've got Bayern, isn't it? Yeah. And so the, the Champions League tie will be like two or three days after Liverpool versus Everton game. Um, I think, 
unless City hammer Liverpool and then Liverpool lose next two after that and title race is a bit more. I just think if Liverpool are going full throttle for the title, despite the two or three days rest, he'll play. Yeah. No, yeah, I I, I do agree with just playing devil's advocate. The mm. uh, Now that they do have the depth, like Diaz, Mane, Jota, Firmino, as you just said, they've, ne- they've never been more well-equipped to, to give Salah a rest if they wanted to, if you see what I mean. Um, I think and... the worry is probably if he blanks and it's 60th minute Liverpool winning 3-0 and then obviously he comes off, whereas he might have not come off in the past. Yeah. And then the, the, there is just the this sort of school of thought. I think part of the, the reason people have rationalised this Salah out thing is that he's took a couple of big blows recently, hasn't he? Losing the uh, AFCON final and then losing... Not not making it to the World Cup in, t- in the in the way that he did, like missing that penalty with the lasers and all that stuff. So there there will be some sort of emotional like toll there, like some sort of fatigue from that kind of thing. Like players aren't robots and all that, and it's, it's Ramadan as well. But obviously he's you know that happens every season. But yeah, I, the, the, I think that's kind of what it's it's more that kind of stuff. It's more the the narrative around that kind of thing, which is why I think people have started to look at it rather than his stats. And then also you've got the fact that like your man KDB is in a fine run of goal scoring form. So there's a there's another option there which people are looking at for upside because De Bruyne's ownership is really, really low, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if you are that kind of manager, it's... And De Bruyne scores well in the big games as well, doesn't he? I, I, he's, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the score sheet against, against Liverpool. 7.9% De Bruyne. Yeah, so I can see it <coughs> for the fun managers. That was contagious. Who, yeah, I've caught, your, caught the black death from you. I've, I've, I've not done any of the hard work to cause it. I've just, just, um, <laughs> just caught it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't, well, it doesn't sound like either of us are doing this. Yeah. Unless unless I lose my head and decide I'm just going to... We're, we're probably the wrong people to talk about this discussion. <laughs> if the stats were bad, I'd consider it, I think. But they're all right. Another big talking point this week. Obviously, the doubles announced in 36-37. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about this any further? Well, it's a, it's a tricky one to read, isn't it? I think the uh, because there's still permutations with teams going out of Europe and stuff that affect things. Hmm. Like, I think is it I think West, well, West, yeah, West Ham Leon, like the result of that kind of affects West City's double goes and all that. I think this is there a, a Venn diagram that I sent you that kind of helps. Oh, it's not in there. Um. Well, that's unfortunate because that, 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 that really explains hang it better. On, hang on, hang on. Go on, carry on talking. Okay. So, wait, are you going to try and add it in? Yeah, I've saved it. Yeah. All right. Because um, yeah, the usefulness of the Venn diagram is that it sort of shows which teams are hovering between which weeks in terms of when they double. So, yeah, it's up now. Repted on the fly. Um, so, yeah, you can see here that like 36 and 37. 
City and Wolves could end up in either one of those. So it's really, it's, you kind of have to leave yourself open a little bit. So for people who aren't planning to free hit in 33, you sort of have to just like leave yourself open to free hitting in 36 or 37 and sort of make, make a call a bit near the time. I think that's what ha- the usefulness of this diagram. This is from FPL Spaceman. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend checking him out for graphics like this. I, to, to me, like the way my brain works, like it's so much easier to understand this than those other charts. Um, and yeah, it kind of shows that like game week 33, the doubles there for Southampton, Newcastle, Brighton United, like not great teams, are they? So I think for me, this chat probably reaffirms the, the double game week 36 playing your free hit there, doesn't it, right? So if City double in 37, though, would you, how would you, um, would you rather have the free hit to get the three best City players in 37? Or would you still, how would you look at it? Because I mean, Tottenham's yeah. doubling, Tottenham's doubling de- 36. Isn't great, probably, is it? De- probably depends how many players I've got doubling already by the time we get doing it to double game with 36. Obviously, you see the sheer amount of teams there, but then people have already got free Liverpool, free Spurs at the moment, haven't they? Despite the bad double, you probably keep that anyway. Um, and then Leeds and Norwich and Watford, probably not too much to write home about. Um, interesting one for me is Leicester are the only team that double in all three. Um, Obviously got a bit of form back. I thought I thought they were the better team against United. I thought they should have won that game. So obviously got they've they've got the distraction, haven't they, of the conference league. But I think if I was to make a transfer this week, certainly attacking areas, Leicester would be a team that I'm looking at. Yeah, so yeah, the tricky thing with Leicester is yeah, the Europa Conference League, like is that their main focus now? Like it, it wouldn't be a bad thing for us if PSV just smashed them in the first leg this week. I'm like, oh, okay. What, right. what do you even win if you win it? Like, is it Europa League place next year, potentially? I'm guessing that's the incentive. Yeah, I imagine so. I, it can't be a Champions League place, can it? <laughs> no, yeah, no chance. Um, and then the other thing is that there's the assets that you want from Leicester are so injury-prone. Like, Mad- Madison, having, been having, Brendan's been having to manage his minutes a lot. So, yeah. And then Vardy's like he'd be great if he was fit, but he's not. So it's tricky, Harvey isn't Barnes. it? Yeah, Harvey Barnes seems like the the one you're left with, but 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 not really the one you'd want, I think. And you can't, obviously you can't really consider a defender. They're they're chopping and changing so much as well. Schmeichel, if you, I just, I just don't really want to make a keeper transfer now with the transfers I've got left. I think I think yeah. Madison will probably probably will be the one. Yeah, just hope he stays fit. Yeah, I just wonder though. Like, so if they do stay in the Conference League and they win, surely he'll start saving him Madison for those games. If that's I don't yeah I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll get a clue of how seriously he's taking it from his team sheet on tonight, won't we? Mm. Burnley still uh, got two doubles left. Keep the big man in. Keep the faith. <laughs> I think after 33, I'm going to get rid of him. I don't care about his double, his other double. Just, just. So yeah, I, the other thing now that I'm thinking, looking at this, we've, now that I do have 
bloody big host. Uh, I might just get rid of my bench boost in 33, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. So I've got, I've got, I've got Broya who's doubling. I think if I, with a minus four, I can have a solid bench to bench boost bib in 33. If I bring in one Leicester player as well, so the the tricky thing is a uh, United like yeah, I think I think United's obviously stand out here because I think. One, two, three, four. I've got five players at the moment doubling. One from Burnley, two from Arsenal, because obviously Tilly and be out. It would have been three. Uh, Southampton and Newcastle, because we've got uh, Broho and like South and Debravka. Brighton are in dire form, so probably wouldn't want them any of them anyway. I'd want to target singles, because no. I think Tot- Tottenham play Brighton, don't they? I'd rather have a Tottenham player than, than a Brighton doubling. So, yeah, me, I'm like, I'm like you. United, United's the one that stands out, obviously, because you've got Norwich, haven't they? Then but then, people. I I don't have a, I don't have a way to bring in any of the decent United players without losing mm. Kane or Salah. Kane at home to Brighton as well. Yeah. This is where the I think I think this predicament where people want to uh, captain a a Bruno or a Sancho, for example, in that week. Most people don't have a way to do that with with the team they've got unless they get rid of Salah. So I don't know. I think I might just have to either captain a Leicester player or or Kane and go with the single. What what yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Do, do, do you have an easy way to get a Bruno? Or My early thoughts potentially will be to take. I'll have two transfers then because unless something happens, I'm not I'm not going to take one this week. Um, Coutinho to Sancho maybe. And then right. I have to downgrade downgrade Tierney to someone else. I could br- maybe bring in a, a four point five defender from Leicester or something. Might be the way. Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have that option in my team to get to, to get to Sancho. So yeah, that, that, uh, it's a good it just option. Feels like a bit of a waste free hitting that double. The United is just the team, isn't it? Against Norwich, if you can survive that game, then yeah. Yeah, if United were. Uh... Even just a bit more reliable, I would free hit in that week, I think, and just bring in the like Ronaldo, Bruno, Sancho, and just go for it. But they're just really not. <laughs> they're just really not. And then the, the other teams, as you said, Brighton aren't doing much. Newcastle's the team where they're going to be targeting those that Dublin thirty-three to make sure they've got points on the board, so they don't have to worry about relegation come the end. But yeah, the when, when you rely on Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Chris Wood scored one goal, has he? Sat Maximan's probably ex-lively himself. I mean, R- R- Ryan Fraser came good in the last double. M- maybe he'll be at it again. Uh, a lot of people are considering bringing in um, Cher. He seems to be on free kicks for Newcastle now, which is strange. But yeah, uh, I think that's what Mark is considering, actually. I think I overheard on the black box last night. But yeah, it's. I, I was thinking quite hard about free hitting in 33 last week, but I've gone off it a lot. I think, and I think 36 or 37, there's a lot more potential for a big, big score. So yeah, current thinking for me with a free hitting bench boost left is get rid of my bench boost in 33 and then a free hit to side near the time. What I want to do with it in 36 or 37. Right. Interesting. Move on. Uh, we've talked about Madison, but another man 
flying under the radar, almost an FPL, is uh, Kevin De Bruyne. He's up to... Where is he now? I was looking at the total points before. Yeah, he's racing up the leaderboard now in, in the top 13, considering he didn't play majority of the start season through injury and stuff. Probably probably the form player in the league now, isn't he? Um, when you look there, the last few game weeks, got 11 against Burnley, um, blanked against Palace, but then 18 points against United, um, and then 11 points against Brentford in there as well. Um Another team that's going to go full throttle for the league. You don't have to worry about him being rested, I don't think, despite you the rotation. Yeah, I think I think he'll probably... If there's one man he's going to grind to the ground, it'll, it'll be Kevin De Bruyne, just because he's so good. And the games against Palace, which we drew, um, Burnley's a bit of a tight game. Like There is no margin for error now in terms of going for the league. And I think if we drew a game and De Bruyne was on the bench... I think Pep would regret that decision. So I, th- I think it's probably another one like Salah where he'll probably start every game, maybe come off 60th minute if, if the game's looking dead. Yeah, it's just a shame with the uh, with the Salah. There's just no way of getting to him, is there? No. Which, which City option would you fall back to, Foden? I think that's the easy one, isn't it? Grealish started to play a lot more, but still not getting in much goal assist. Sterling probably like De Bruyne bit too expensive to fit the other boys in. Bernardo, not he kind of went in for that FPL bit, Rich Rain formed, didn't he? I can't see that lasting. And then Gunderhan just seems to play the big games now. Like small teams, Pep prefers to go attacking with Mares and stuff. Mares could potentially be a shout. Um is he, he still just... is he still on pens for for, for you lot? Yeah. Or is yeah. He... yeah. And Mares seems to get rested in the big games it's almost as if you don't trust him like against Liverpool at the weekend probably don't expect Maris to play that but then when we play the smaller teams he lines up more than often than not but Foden is the one I don't it probably yeah mm, more yeah, for the price ball than anything isn't it obviously a brilliant so, player w- w- when are you looking at bringing in a Man City attacking option uh, fixtures so it's, it's, I think it's game week 34, they've got Watford at home. I think that'll be the week when I... Yeah, 33, they've also got Brighton. So, yeah, do I, do I just go Foden rather than Sancho? Do that Coutinho to Foden and then maybe Tierney to Shah or something and just get it out of the way? Or do we do the flip-flop with Sancho? Hmm... Yeah, it'd be, it depends how much yeah. you want to have the uh, the double captain, doesn't it? Brighton's doubling 33 away at Spurs, away at City. Not too much hope there. And then, yeah, Leicester, as we said before on that Venn diagram, they're the team with three, three doubles. So if you were to pick now between Madison and Barnes, where would you go? Probably Madison, just because he's the farm man, isn't he? So, who in your team would go for like for 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 the Leicester and the City midfielders? So, midfield, Coutinho is the one that stands out as the guy who'll be replaced, just because Villa's fixtures start to stiffen, don't they? Um, and the other midfielders, Salah, Saka, Kulievsky, not going to change. And then Martinelli, I know he didn't play on Monday, but he did come on. Expect him to play at the weekend. I think that was more just rotation. So. 
and he's only 5.3. Um, so yeah, Coutinho is probably the one who'll move, but whether we want to get if we want to get two in, I don't know who the other midfielder will be who goes out. Because yeah, just look, looking at it and looking looking at what we've just discussed, you sort of need you need a Leicester option and a City option, don't you? Mm. So yeah, it's tricky, tricky. Uh, I think we're going to talk about Arsenal a bit soon, aren't we? But yeah, there's um concern around Arsenal and Chelsea so maybe one of those could be on the chopping block soon Arsenal just look weak on Monday night they look like a team that obviously playing great at the moment um, before that game but as soon as it went down 2-0 like it never had any real belief that they'd get back into it really. whereas do, do, we, do, do we still have a section on Arsenal and Chelsea or should we just talk about it now uh, just talk about when there's no no real vision no. for it. Yes, yeah. So let's talk about Arsenal, Chelsea. Well, Arsenal now that they've they've lost Tierney, so they've mm. they're quite well for want of a better word they're fucked up left back because Tavares, Tavares is, it's terrible. Top, yeah, he seemed all right at the start of the season, but then he just dropped off massively. So quite worryingly, Mikhail Saka moved to left wing back for the week um, on Monday, which. That really limits his his appeal. I don't know if he'll yeah. stick with that, but it's worrying that he had to do that. And then Thomas Partey. I think that might in. have been just because they were chasing the game, right? A way to keep an attacking player on whilst also. Yeah, but but last season when Saka was like breaking through, that was the position he was playing a lot before he moved. So I'm not really sure what he's going to do. And then Thomas Partey's out, and that he's been a massive part of their like making them more solid and the screen in front of the back four. So uh, the defensive options now, Tierney out, Party out. I don't think they're going to keep as many clean sheets. So I think Arsenal, op- all the Arsenal options could maybe go soon. Like after they're doubling 33, do you, w- w- would you really want them still? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do they start to lose a couple? Funny. Funny when we were bringing in Arsenal players a few weeks ago, they were season keepers. Funny what a uh, result. Well, it's, it's the problem with their squad, isn't it? They've got such a small squad that they, like it was when everyone was fit, it was working, but a couple of injuries and all of a sudden it looks a bit looks a bit iffy. Mm. Well, and what are your thoughts on Chelsea? Two two defeats on the bounce. Yeah. Obviously, we kind of riding the coast of good form, weren't they? In terms of what was going on in the background. But as they were winning on the pitch, everything's fine. Maybe when they get a few losses, that's when it starts to accelerate what's going on behind the scenes and stuff. That's when cracks start to... So if they lose again this weekend, then you have a real real worry about them, don't you? I think last night, they actually played all right against Real Madrid, didn't they? I saw the XG. I know the game's that one in XG, but they actually beat Real Madrid on that. Um... Yeah, I think there were some individual errors, wasn't there? Yeah. But and it's got a nice fixture just... at the weekend to come back to Southampton. Uh, then a double. Um, no, they don't double in 33, do they? They double in 36. Yeah. I mean, I've only got one at the moment, so it's not decision. Probably one of them where hold your assets and don't bring anyone in, maybe. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Uh, my move, Rudiger to James, just looks like awful timing. I think I was scared of like what what James can do, 
But I, I was tempted that, to buy it and I didn't do it. Yeah. Now that James played last night, he's probably not going to play at the weekend, is he? So not awful timing, really, with that one. Um, any anything else to say here? Looking at these, looking at the uh, the fixture ticker. Probably just move on to captain choice, maybe. Yeah. Cool. Um, so thirty-two. Obviously, it's a lot easier for me to see than you, because um, I can see the big screen. Uh, thirty-two. Probably, probably Kane's the standout um, against Aston Villa, isn't it? Yeah, can't see me doing anything else, to be honest. Yeah, obviously you've got Son, not Kane. Son would be the captain as well. Interesting. Should probably just quickly getting... mention really how Son's how. How immense Spurs have become as an attacking force. Like their game only got an assist. How good was he at the weekend? Yeah, five one. I watched that game. Their, I think their XG now for the second half of the season is higher than than City's in terms of they're, they're regularly racking up like over two expected goals a game, which is approaching like Liverpool's stats. And we've been saying for a while how Liverpool are comfortably. The best attacking force in the league. So, what Conte's done there is impressive. Um, yeah. I think as a neutral, you, you probably do want Spurs to finish in that top four, just because they, at the moment, they have more potential. I think to kick on next season because they get Champions League. Conte gets a couple more players in that he likes. I think obviously it's a long stretch to the title, isn't it? But I, I think they'll emerge as the, as the next best potentially next season if, if they can clinch that top four and Conte stays and is happy. And keep Simon Kane. Yeah, I can see with the way it's going. Like whenever Kane gets the ball around the centre circle, and then you just see Son and Doherty as well, just absolutely pegging <laughs> forward because they know that like a pinpoint accurate balls come in to, to feed them. I can see I can see Son just outscoring Kane to the end of the season. Kane continuing to wrap up the assists, but yeah, you I don't, don't really, really want to take Kane out if you if no, you don't. Know, do you? And it'll just cost points. It's not an easy move, is it? So I just don't have the transfers left to do that sort of thing. But I think people who did go Son over Kane look look to have got on the right side of that. I think I think if also if, if Doherty and Kulevsky weren't offering such incredible value at what price they are, then you would maybe potentially get try and get both Son and Kane for the running. Um but I just think I, I won't do it just because yeah, Kulievsky's only six million, isn't he? And Doherty, mm. what is he? Four point seven. Like value for them to the way they're playing is incredible. Yep. Fair. So should we move on to transfers? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to try and try and hold this week just because I. I don't. I'm about twenty percent sure I'll free hit in thirty three. So if I can hold two transfers for that and kind of work work there, whether Shari's you, the you, one. You're going to free hit in thirty three. No, I said I'm not going to free hit. Oh, you're not going to free hit in 33. So that's why I don't want to make a transfer this week because then that gives me two option, two transfers then in 33 to, to kind of make a move, whether it is a Sancho or someone like that. So, so you know, if you're considering Sancho, does this fixture against Everton this week not look really appealing now? Would you not want him? Not, would you not just want to get it done now? I mean, I'd have to take a minus four. Right. Yeah, that's so you drive it for free next. Yeah, fair. What are you thinking? Yeah, I I think I'm probably in the same in the same frame of mind. 
to, to save a transfer. There isn't really much scope in my team to do much unless I get rid of Salah, which we've just said, we've just talked about how that's not really great. Like, there's nothing else that would free up money for me to do anything. So, yeah, if I was a brave manager, I'd, I'd do the, I'd be strongly considering the Salah to Bruno or Salah to KDB move, especially with KDB's ownership, as we mentioned before. And But yeah, if I, I don't have the wild card left, so I can't really consider it. So yeah, so we're both considering the free hitting 36 or 37. Uh, you've already used your bench boost, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, so that's, I think that's, that's relative success with it. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, I think that's um, I think that's us boxed off for this week. I think we missed the podcast after that. I got I got forty to four points boost. You got forty four points. That was the bench. big. That was the big double, yeah. Wow. So it's a big double. I had um, Liverpool and Spurs players on the bench. Who had singles. So yeah, I can't I can't see me getting close to that score with my bench boost I'm planning for 33. Um I'd be lucky to get 20, I think. Um so yeah. Just it's just a case of getting rid of it now so I can afford a good team for the rest of the season. I just can't keep having to think about having players on my bench with all the all the big boys that are gonna be doubling in 36 and 37. So yeah, um as we said before, don't forget to don't forget the Friday deadline this week. And if you've uh, enjoyed the stream, if you enjoyed the podcast, wherever you're listening, uh, so make sure you're subscribed. And yeah, we'd massively appreciate a, a like and a sub on YouTube. Um, there, that's it. Nice and short this week on time. Lovely stuff. Enjoy work, my friend. Yeah. Cheers. Woo, get, woo. Some rest. get some woo, rest. Um, get some rest. Get some. What's it called? The stuff, Cavonia or whatever it is, down your throat. So you can uh, you can actually intro the podcast next week without dying. <laughs> right. Cool. Oh, see see you in a bit. <laughs>